Hello everyone, my name is Carrie and this is just because I am me. I am a black single female who has bipolar disorder one. I also have lupus and sarcoid. I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast. I've been diagnosed bipolar disorder for about 11 years. I just want to say that this is just a mental illness that I have, but it's a part of me and I've accepted it. In the beginning, though, it was very hard for me to accept being bipolar. The way to be diagnosed with bipolar or any mental illness is through a doctor who deals with mental illness. There are three different types of disorder with bipolar. There's bipolar type 1, bipolar type 2, and clipomania. I am bipolar type 1. With my disorder, this involves at least one episode of mania or mixed. Bipolar type 2, at least one episode of hypomania and episodes of depression. Cliomania involves hypomania, mild symptoms of depression. With mine, bipolar type 1, what that means with mania or or mixed, I have had experience where I've had a hallucination where I actually thought that somebody was trying to attack me and there was nobody there. I also used to hear a voice. Um, No, I am not schizophrenic. And I know that's what people used to think. Well, maybe you're schizophrenic. No, because I didn't have it all the time. So my doctor diagnosed me bipolar type 1. And so that's what I am. As I said earlier, it was not easy in the beginning being diagnosed with bipolar. What made me get diagnosed was that my little cousin one day told me I liked the other person better. And I realized then, okay, I need to be honest with the doctors and tell them what's really going on with me. So I went to my doctor and I told my doctor, these are all the things that's going on with me. She was like, I believe that you're bipolar, but I cannot tell you that you need to see a mental doctor. So I made an appointment to see a mental doctor, a doctor who deals with mental illness, a psychiatrist, psychologist. And then from there, when I went to see the doctor, he diagnosed me with bipolar type 1. I never realized that there was a difference between me. I just knew that I was just very... um. I had depression. I suffered with a voice in my head that I heard sometimes that I would have conversations with. I was very emotional. Um, What I mean by that was that I was very, I would have experience of loud moments. I would also, I had a control where I felt that I could not control myself, my emotions, or myself. Go on shopping sprees and things like that. With my depression, I would feel like I wanted to harm myself. That's how my depression would get so bad. When I was first diagnosed, I would tell people all the time that I was bipolar. And I would also sit there and say that I was crazy. My doctor would tell me to stop telling people that I'm crazy. But I didn't know how to deal with this disorder. All I knew was that my life was going to be different. Because this is something now I would have to tell people and share with people. And the way that society saw mental illness was not very welcoming at that time. It has changed a lot since when I was diagnosed. It is more accepting now than what it was before.
I remember a time when my daughter was in high school and she had taken an abnormal psychology class where she learned about different mental illness disorders. And she came home one day and she was like, Mom, I think that you're bipolar. And I was like, no, Ebony, I'm not bipolar. I don't have any mental illness problems. There's nothing wrong with me. But thank you for saying that. If I was smart, I would have listened to her. What makes me sad is that I did raise my children with a parent that had a mental illness and was not under medication to control the mental illness. I did my best to raise them and they had a good life, I believe. They're very grateful that I have great children and they've done very well for themselves in society. But I do wonder would life have been easier for them if I would have gotten help back then like I should have when my daughter first told me. Diagnosed and telling everybody that I would meet that I was bipolar, I would be like, hi, my name is Carrie and I'm bipolar. I'm sure that I embarrassed my family a lot. And during this time period when I was first diagnosed, I felt really alone. I didn't feel like anybody would understand. So I did isolate myself from people and just kind of kept it to myself um, and just not really dealt with the way things I should have dealt with it in the beginning. But I dealt with it the best way that I knew how. I am not ashamed to be bipolar because it is a part of who I am, but I learned not to tell everybody about it. So then that way I'm not rejected or I feel rejected by every person that I would tell. Most people understood and did not reject me, but those were my friends and my family. Telling strangers, though, who knows if they rejected me because they just wouldn't talk to me anymore and some people would just talk to me still and want to know more about it. As I said earlier, I have been diagnosed for 11 years and I do take medication. My medication, I take two different type of medications which help my disorder so they keep me under well leveled I would say so I don't have really high moments and I don't have really low moments my manic moments or my mania moments so they're controlled so I'm like in between but I do have moments at times where I can tell okay I'm getting ready to hit a high or a low because my sleep pattern will be different I start to sleep less when I start to sleep less I know okay I'm hitting a manic moment or I'm hitting a mania moment and then I know, okay, I have to control myself, watch everything that I do and realize that this is just a moment and it's going to pass. So mine affects my sleep where I start to sleep less. And it may last for a day or to a couple of weeks. I don't know how long it's going to last. One person asked me one time, what is it like to have a moment when you're having a manic episode? I advised them, it's like watching a movie in a movie theater where you can get up and when you leave to go to the bathroom, the movie is still continuing. It doesn't stop. But when you're at home and you're watching a movie, you're able to pause it. And well, watching a movie, like a movie at the movie theater, I'm unable to pause it. It just keeps going and I can't control it. It's like watching a shipwreck and you don't know what's going to happen with the ship, if it's going to sink or not. And you just hope and pray that during this time period, you don't damage any relationships along the way. I have been very blessed and I have not damaged any relationships along the way. Maybe a little rough bumps, 
but nothing that's not been repairable. I do take medication for my bipolar, two different medications that I take daily. I've been taking them for since the time that I've had the bipolar disorder diagnosis. I know some people do not take medication, but I chose two because it does help me. And then the fact that I suffer with depression with my bipolar when I'm having a, a, a period, that it was important that I had something to stabilize me out. And my medication does that. People want to know what are your triggers? What makes you have like an episode? How do you know when you are having an episode, a manic mixed episode? And the best way for me to explain it, it's different for each person. I know for me, mine is when I get like rejected. So I try very hard to make sure that when I tell people that I'm bipolar, that I only tell certain people that I I am close to. I just don't tell everybody anymore like I used to. I know it's hard to say about being rejected because everybody gets rejected and rejection is very easy. But I don't, if I get rejected a lot, then that will trigger it. If I don't expect the rejection, that can trigger it. So I'm very careful what I do and who I allow in my life. Don't tell everybody like I used to anymore. I wonder sometimes, though, if people treat me differently because I am bipolar, do they treat me with kid gloves? I know my family doesn't because they talk about mental illness like it's nothing. And sometimes they're quick to say that if somebody behaves a certain way, it's because they have a mental illness. In some cases, that may be true, but in other cases, the person most likely is just having a bad day or a not-so-good moment. Mental illness does run in my side of the family, and both sides, the lady who gave birth to me and my father. The lady who gave birth to me is bipolar, and children have not been diagnosed with mental illness at all. So I am very happy about that. Nobody wants their children to be different, but sometimes they are, and we have to accept that. I had someone recently mention to me, did you ever think about getting help for yourself because of your mental illness? But they were just joking on their end. Little do they know that I am bipolar and I do get help because of it. I see a doctor to get my medication and when I'm having bad moments, I also see my doctor to discuss what is going on in my life. I find that people make jokes about mental illness quite often, and I wonder that if they knew that I was bipolar, would they make those jokes? Or would they be more considerate of the illness and realize that people can't help it? You cannot help when you are different from other people. All you can do is just adjust to the differentness and be okay with it. That is why my broadcast is called Just Okay to Be Me. It is a little difficult to make friends sometimes because um, not everybody's going to like you, and that's okay. But what I've learned, what I do now, is that I make a friend first, and as we're friends and we're building our relationship, and I feel that you're somebody I can trust, then I'll tell you that I'm bipolar, and that seems to work out quite well for me. Most people then are just curious about my mental illness, and they'll ask me questions about it, but they don't judge me, and they don't, you know, be like, well, I don't want to be your friend because you've got a mental illness. They just accept it, but I think because society is more accepting of it also, too, that helps. 
recently I was talking to my friend Jeremy and I told him and I was like, oh yeah, I was telling him about the the podcast and I mentioned, oh, and I'm bipolar. His response was, I didn't know you were bipolar. And I was like, no, most people don't. And he was like, I never would have thought that. Where see, Jeremy had a perception of people with mental illness that they would behave a certain way. And as I showed him, I don't behave the way that he thought. I behave like everybody else does. Out of all the dates that I've been on and the relationships that I've had with people, um, for my serious relationships with guys, I've only told two. One person I was in a relationship with for about a year and a half. The second person I was in a relationship for a couple of months and I told him. Um, and things were fine. I think the second one, things were okay because he also suffered from mental illness. I am dating somebody new, and I have to tell him, but I'm waiting until we get more stable in our relationship before I tell him. The reason why I'm doing that is because it's not everybody's business, but second of all, I just want to make sure that we're more stable than what we are now. I'm not a hard person to date or anything like that. I don't believe that I am, and I'm praying that I do find the right person to come along. To find my person, like Meredith did in Grey's Anatomy, when her and her person, Christina, and they were best friends and did everything together and shared everything. That is what I want in a relationship with a man, to find my person. I am not afraid to be bipolar. It's okay to be different from other people, and I've accepted that. I accepted the fact that I'm unique and I'm one of a kind, and I'm thankful for that. And I have my other illnesses on top of being bipolar, my lupus, and my sarcoid. And that's okay with me also, and I've accepted those things. They're not something that you can see. or They're all inside, internal autoimmune disorders for lupus and sarcoid, and bipolar for mental. These are things that you cannot see or understand all the time, but they are just a part of who I am. I know you're dying to know if I got a microphone yet. I have not gotten a microphone, but I will soon. So I'm hoping that that will come up shortly. I have to go out and search for one and find out what's the best product. I did have my cousin say that he would help me with my podcast and editing it so I wouldn't have to edit it myself. I thought was very sweet of him and I will be having guests on my show just to discuss life and things that are going on so people can be more educated about what's happening in my neck of the woods if you're interested in knowing and I want to thank you for sharing with me my sweet tea um fetish I've been to Chick-fil-A, but I haven't gotten any sweet tea. I've gotten Coke Zero because I'm trying to lose weight. But I am going to get a sweet tea this weekend. But I'm going to get a small sweet tea, not a large sweet tea. So thank goodness for that. And I've lost two pounds, so I'm very proud about that. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. And you have a blessed and wonderful day. Also, my podcast email address is just because. My podcast email address is just because I am me 66 at gmail.com. Bye, everybody. Talk to you next week. And please send me an email questions if you have any. I would love to read them on the show and answer them for you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Carrie with Just Because I Am Me podcast. Today, we are going to have a very special guest. I am so excited. Yes, you heard me. I am very excited. I have Little Major in the house. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my first guest. Go ahead, Little Major. Take it off.
Hey, how you doing? It's your boy Big Mo, aka Lil Mage. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I can't complain. How you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm so glad that you're here with me on my show today. And I'm glad, glad to we're going to answer some questions for the viewers and for me. And ladies and gentlemen, I do want you to know that, yes, this is my cousin. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, baby! Okay, so my first thing I'd like to ask you is how did you come up with your rap name? So basically, um, I just named myself after my dad. He's a well-known producer in my city, so I just his name is Major on the Beats. So I just ran off with Lil Mage. So I actually got it from my friend. Um, he passed away. R.P. Shanshan. So yeah, at first before I was going with Lil Mage, I was actually wordplay. So okay, that's cool. <laughs> and so, what is your real name? My real name is Mikhail. Mikhail. Yes, Okay. So what do you prefer to be called? Um, a lot of people call me Major, but you call me Little Mage. Okay, I'll call you Little Mage. I can do that. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, it's Little Mage. Now, how many songs do you have? I have, I say, well, you talk about released or unreleased. Released. released, I say I probably have like 25 to 30. 25 to 30. Yes, okay, and how many unreleased do you have? Um, I say 275. 275. Yes, oh, wow. That's a lot. So let me that. ask you, how do you decide what's going to be released and what's not going to be released? Um, so basically, sometimes I put my music on a schedule release. Um, I do kind of like 10 or 15 songs at a time to that I drop. Um, my dad, he usually tell me, like, don't rush my music. So I just like want to be like consistent with the stuff. Okay. So you don't rush your music, mm -hmm. but 275, that's a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. That's so, just counting from this year. That's not even from like 2016, 2015, nothing like that. Wow. So how long have you been doing this for? Um, I've been making music, man, since I can't even know. I just been, I've been brought around at a young age. Like I said, like my dad, he's a well-known producer like back home. So I just... Always been around studio, always been music, like since I was five, six years old. Okay, and where's home at? My home is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shout out 414. Okay, so how do you like being in Dallas, Texas? I love it. It's been mad love since I came out here. That's good. Well, we're glad to have you here. I love it. Okay, who are your idols, your music idols? My music idols, I would say Speaker Knockers, Long Live SK. Speaker Knocker, Long SK? Uh, speaker Knockers. Uh, I said Long Live SK. Oh, Long Live SK. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You could tell that I am not hip to this lingo at all. <laughs> so please excuse me. Okay, so let me ask you a couple of other questions. Now, how many music videos do you have? Um, I have out. I have three music videos out and unreleased. I have seven. Seven. Mm -hmm. So are you just going to release your videos as time comes on? Or mm -hmm. do you have them set? So what's like the release date for the next video? Um, I say the next release date, we shoot for June. We shoot for June 5th. June 5th? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's my sister's birthday. <laughs> Shout out to my sister. Woohoo! She's not going to like that very much, but that would be okay. <laughs> Now, how about your family? How does your family support you? Do you get family support? Is there a lot of love there? Or is there kind of like, what are you doing? Or Yeah, I get a lot of love from the family, especially my little brothers and sisters, you know. And they support me hard. Um, what I say is, you know, you know, they always got an end goal for me. So, but I'm going to keep pushing with this. Okay. So, with your 
music career, is mm-hmm. this now something that you're able to do full time? Are you doing it part time? Or what's your schedule in doing it? Uh, right now, um, starting as 2021, this is full time. Full time. Mm-hmm. That means you're doing very well for yourself. Yes, ma'am. And that's a good goal. Yes. That's something that's very good. And what is your rap style? My rap style, um, I do hip hop, I do Afrobeat. Um, a little R&B on the side, but I know I mostly gra- gravitate to hyperpop. Hyperpop. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here because it wasn't one of the questions on the list. Okay. Do you think that maybe you could throw a little beat out there for us? Throw a little beat? Man, yeah. I don't rap for free, man. I know I knew this was coming, but I can't, can't do a little freestyle for free. I already got plenty of clones out there trying to take my stuff. Oh, well, can you just do a freestyle about me? About, about just because I am so. Well, I understand that I put you on the spot about throwing some lyrics out there, but there was something that was very important that you didn't mention. You mentioned that people steal lyrics. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? So basically, um, I have a lot of clones out there. It's like um, what's a clone? A clone, I would say, some people that use my name for like get their workout. Okay. So like, man, I've been growing. I've been using his names for, I say, since. 2010 or something like that, bro. And I gained like a lot of substantial followers off of it, but it's like a lot of people that come and take your name and then they'll use the same song title as me or. Oh, to try to maybe get more followers. Yeah. So people, they'll trick people to think that they're part of you or maybe you exactly. and then take your followers exactly. from you yeah, and like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to say we're not going to get a little taste of a little spit out there, but you have to understand the reason why. And I understand that. Hey, little mage, let me ask you, how can someone find your music? I'm on all platforms, but the easiest way I say, you go on Google and you can type me in. That's L-I-L-M-A-J, all caps. Okay. And then, so when you say all platforms, what do you mean by all platforms? Do you mean like Apple, Spotify? Yes, ma'am. And the other ones that are out there. I'm mm-hmm. sorry for the other ones that are out there. I don't know <laughs> who you are, but I know that you're really big. So just excuse my ignorance. Now, how did where did you get your inspiration from? That takes a deep breath, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's a deep breath for that <laughs> one. Man, like I, man, I just love music. I just, like I say, I've been around this since a very young age. So it's just like, I couldn't gravitate into nothing else. You know, like everybody has sports or everybody has like something they wanted to do. It's just like. This was forced upon me, I say. Whoops. I'm sure that you've already told me this, so I apologize if I asked you repeated questions. But where did you, why did you start making music? I started making music because my dad, man, like, he makes beats. So I was just like, man, I fell in love with the bass. I just fell in love with being around the environment of being in the studio. Does your dad have any music out? Um, actually, he makes beats, so he doesn't really like have any actually songs. But he used to produce for like um Baby Drew and Cuckoo Cow and stuff like that. Okay, okay, that's great to hear. And then let me ask you this: This is a serious question. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest fear in the industry, in the music industry? Yeah, my biggest fear, I would say, I would like to own all my music, but I know like. We can't be picky with some deals, but like, yeah, I would like to own like my masters and stuff like that. That's kind of like the scariest thing I say. But like, I've been getting the offers, but it's like, 
you know, you can't be too sure or because, you know, you can mess your life up doing a, like picking a wrong deal. Right. You sure can. That's what like TLC. Uh huh. What ended up happening in them, you know? Oh, yeah. Like they was not getting no money and they had like plenty of his songs. Yes. So thanks. You know, depending on what type of deal you get depends on what can happen. For sure. Now, what are your goals in the industry? My goals? At least, man, like, I want to have, like, seven songs go three-time or two-time platinum. Oh, okay. At least, man. That's okay. been my goal since I was young. I, I want to go three-time platinum. Three-time platinum. Three-time platinum. Okay. So, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. In the new future, do you plan to sign with anybody, or are you looking just to stay independent? I'm open. Y'all talk about something, I'll sign. But for right now, yeah, I'm staying independent. But if y'all talk about something, yeah, I'm open. Okay. And then, is this your breakout year? I would say, yes, ma'am. This will be my breakout year. 2021 is all, it's a whole movie. Okay. And why is this your breakout year? I, what it was in the past? Why this year? Um, this year, I have a lot of stuff lined up. You know, I just you know, broke down all my music. I broke down all my videos and stuff like that. And I just put it on the schedule. And, like, when I see my views just keep going up, I'm just keep pushing. Like, this whole year, I, like, when you see on my timeline, all you're going to see is Lil Mage, Lil Mage, Lil Mage. Like, that's my goal. Okay. All right, Lil Mage. Who are your three top artists now? My three top artists right now? Uh, I say uh, we gotta go with Dirt. He been making, he been going crazy. Uh, Dirt. Ah, uh, yeah, I say Dirt, Lil Baby, and Trippy Red. It was Dirt, and who were the other two again? I'm sorry. Ah, uh, it was Lil Dirt, um, Lil Baby, and Trippy Red. Okay, and who are you looking forward to working with? Who I'm looking forward to working with? Uh, most definitely Dirt. Dirt? Yeah, a little dark or um Pooh Okay, and have you worked with anybody? Um you know, I was supposed to have some with Sauce Walker, but you know, we still got it in the deets right now. Oh, okay. So you guys got something going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you could sign with anybody, who would you sign with? Ooh, that's a big thing. Man, I sign with probably I sign with Q C. I sign with Internet Money. And I sign with ten seventeen for sure. Uh, OTF or Atlantic. Or Atlantic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or 4PF for sure, too. 4PF. Can't forget about that. And are these, like, mainly these companies that you wonder, that you're interested in, do they mainly deal with people in your industry and rap, black art, black art, black art music and R&B or is it just yeah they um they your do, type of music I'm nah, sorry there it's not my yeah it's not my type of music that's why I say I would like to you know like spread my horizon you know what I'm saying Cause, yeah my sound is different so I like yeah I created like I orchestrated my whole sound since what I was like I said like 13 I just broke down everything like um Shout out to my homie D-Man, you know, we was in the computer lab for like hours late at night just working on beats, just trying to find something different that nobody done before. Okay. 
other things do you do besides making music? I understand that you're multi-talented. Mm-hmm. Yes, I actually do choreography too, and I make um, beats on the side. Okay, mm-hmm. and what about jewelry? I understand that there's something about jewelry too. Oh uh, yeah, I got like plenty of custom pieces coming away. I think I should be talking about. Yes. Yeah, actually, I have a um a big moon piece. You know, I've been spending a lot of time on you know, getting this design, so I'm actually excited for that to come in. Okay, and how would somebody find your jewelry? Um, I can say they can go on my Instagram. That's um damn underscore M A J D A M N underscore M A J. Okay. And what are your other social media outlets do you use? Platforms do you use? Um, I use mostly I use Facebook. That's at Lil Mage. Um, then I got another. I use yeah, like IG. I gave you that and my Twitter. In your Twitter, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not very familiar with Twitter. I know that Twitter's out there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to use it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and now we're coming down to the end of our podcast time. Little Mage, what is your end goal? My end goal. Man, I would like to sell more albums than Michael Jackson. Now that is a very big end goal. That very. would be that would be super super major. <laughs> that would be super major. And ladies and gentlemen, I know I would like to thank you very much for listening to my podcast. Just because I am me, and don't forget if you want to have any questions or email me about anything, you can email me at just because I am me sixty six at gmail dot com. And yes, I know you're dying to know because we had this very exciting podcast going on. Yes, I did lose a little bit more weight. And yes, I am still drinking the Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And you have a great day. Bye-bye.